Welcome to Happy Hour with Operation Happy Nurse, where we openly discuss mental health as practicing nurses and the reality of what it means in healthcare. We are your lovely hosts. My name is Carly. And I'm Ashley. And we hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Happy Hour with Operation Happy Nurse. I am here with my lovely co-host, Ashley. Hey, everybody. So today, we are kind of starting our next series of anxiety and stress relief method to try. I know we kind of left you on a little cliffhanger of what we will be trying, but a little suspicion still (laughs) to keep you guys (laughs) guessing. So there are many forms of alternative therapies out there. Some include acupuncture, aromatherapy, as we learned all about last season, and numerous types of homeopathic regimens as well. This series, we will be trying, drum roll, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> You're welcome. Reiki. Yeah. Has anyone so, ever heard of Reiki before? <laughs> I know. I honestly had not when Shannon, the founder of Operation Happy Nurse, brought it up as something that we could try, and it's completely new to me. Yeah. I, I've actually tried it once before, and it was really, really cool, and I can go into it later, but... I was super excited whenever we decided on this because I had such a good experience the first time and we get to try it again. So I know I'm I'm really interested. Me too. So I will go into a little bit of history about Reiki. So it is an energy healing process that originated in Tibet and Japan. The founder was from Japan, um, but it kind of, from my understanding, came from almost a Buddhist background in a way and mm-hmm. it's said to involve the transfer of universal energy from the practitioner's palms to the patient the word reiki oh. actually means mysterious atmosphere miraculous sign and that comes from the japanese language it that translate it translates it to reiki which means life and energy so that's oh. cool. yeah so the history of reiki begins with its founder dr mikao usui And he was born into a wealthy Buddhist family in the 1860s in Japan. His family was able to send him to study in a Buddhist monastery where he received a good education. And then he became interested in medicine, psychology, theology. And through this interest, he sought a way, he he wanted to find a way to heal himself and others using the laying on of hands. And he wanted to find a method of healing that was unattached to any specific religion. I said it kind of comes from Buddhism, but I think right. he wanted it to be unattached to anything. Um, Religious his, space. Yeah. He just kind came like from. New... Yeah. <laughs> but he just came from a Buddhist background. And oh, he, cool. Yeah. He wanted it to be unattached to any religion just so that it could be accessible to anybody. Respect. I, I like yeah, that. Yeah. Because I think if you attach it to a certain religion, sometimes other religions can't really do it because it's you know gets in the right mm-hmm. yeah so that I thought that sense. was yeah I thought that was pretty cool so he went on this like 21 day journey into a cave on Mount Kurama in Japan okay which sounds actually kind of fun I wouldn't I know like what fairy tale is this <laughs> right so he, I mean he was by himself so he fasted meditated and prayed and during this during this 21 day journey on the 20, 21st day I almost just say 21th. We don't judge. We don't judge here. <laughs> on, the, on the 21st day, 
he he saw ancient Sanskrit symbols and that helped him just, I think, realize the system of healing he'd been struggling to invent. And so after this spiritual awakening that he had in this cave, he established the first clinic in school for healing and teaching of Reiki in the city of Kyoto, Japan in 1922. So it's not that old. It's like less than 100 I was going to say, really. like 1922. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're almost at it's 100, like 100 years, years Yeah, like, right hey. now. Congratulations. Happy Congratulations. century anniversary. <laughs> like centennial. Yeah. <laughs> And then, so from there, before he died, he trained several other Reiki masters in Japan, and then um, it kind of just migrated and spread to the West and to the United States in the 1930s, which is really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's like honestly the first I've ever heard of it, so I love learning. Yeah, I had no, I, I had done it before, but I had no idea of the history. My dad, I, I went home to Texas for a break. And my dad, which is so funny because he's never really done anything like this since like growing up. And he was, mm-hmm. he was like, Ashley, hey, I have a friend that does Reiki. Um, I would love to get you and my little brother to, to, to do it with me. And so he just took me and my little brother to do this Reiki session. I mean, each on our own. And it was, it was actually, it was special to do it with my family, like, and talk about it with them. Yeah. Have that experience. Definitely. Yeah. It was really cool. So I have heard of it you know, different energy healings. When I moved to California, I met, um, actually my boyfriend's boss is very into chakra chakras. Oh yeah. 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 Yes. And crystals and Buddhism (laughs) and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm like, that is so interesting, but I've never met anybody that, and he actually is very, as you like educated about it. So it Uh helped me understand, cause I will be honest, I was a little skeptical, Uh but I also, It's it's okay. Yeah. But I also was very open to it. So I, I try to be open-minded at least, I want to say. Yeah. But I th- he, yeah, he does all that kind of stuff. So it's really interesting. That is really cool. And I think that's really the only thing that I appreciate from people is just to be open-minded. And that, I mean, that's been me as well through all of this, because again, I didn't know anything about it either. And when you go into anything open-minded, you never really know what you'll find. So exactly. Yeah. So a little background on energy healing. I did my research before going into this. So energy healing in itself, which is Reiki is a type, obviously, but um, it is a holistic type of practice that activates the body's subtle energy systems to remove blocks. Yeah. I know. (laughs) I think we probably all have some blocks. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) We'll dive into that later as well. (laughs) And it, and, and to be in that, that does have to do with chakras. They, they look at your chakras and see if there's any blocks between like any of them and each of your different chakras can have a different block so oh my gosh I I probably have like Lincoln logs up in there (laughs) so many blocks on blocks (laughs) I did learn that my when they did my little brother he he's so just like emotionally blocked kind of and Mm -hmm. they were like wow we literally couldn't see anything at this chakra at all and I was like yeah that makes a lot of sense oh (laughs) he's got the walls he has the wall (laughs) not a block but a whole wall so what I learned and since you seem to know a lot you're very educated on this you can help me but so they use so they break through those blocks and Mm -hmm. then it kind of leaves your body open to heal better is that true yeah so I think and so for my brother, he was like, yeah, no, I, nothing happened. And I'm like, okay, well, you have to like allow it to happen. He was like, mm-hmm. I did. I went to Reiki and I was, cause I, I talked about it with him last, a uh, few days ago. 
And he was like, yeah, I allowed myself to go. And I was telling him that that's not what counts. Like you're there, but you have to allow yourself just to kind of let go while you're in the session. And Mm -hmm. I think that's where you can really find healing because if you do have any blocks and it can, I mean, it can do with anything in your life that's just kind of affecting you that's blocked. And if you kind of just release it at that time and you can get the energy flowing again, it, can it's just said to be able to help you heal in in medicine or Mm -hmm. you know in any area of your life so that was really cool I they I didn't have any blocks when I went is what they told me and I I really felt that way so I thought that was really cool I might have I might have a block when we go next time not sure but I know we'll see I'm (laughs) interested to see yeah apparently energy medicine has been around for thousands of years wow I believe that I mm-hmm. totally believe that. That's probably like the first medicine that was around was just energy healing and stuff like that. Cause there, you know, there weren't pharmaceutical drugs back in ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know everything always goes back to Egypt. That's what it yeah. was saying too, that the first laying on of hands to relieve pain was found in ancient Egypt. Egypt is so cool. <laughs> I know. I want to go to Egypt. That's Same. on the bucket list. Same. Let's go. So these energy practitioners believe that your body is instilled with a subtle energy or animating life force, the flow of which must be balanced for good health. So if you are stressed, anxious, physically drained, aka myself, it is believed that <laughs> a <laughs> lot of us that healing session can help you relax, like we just said. So yeah, I'm it's... excited. Same. So we are actually. I know you already had your session, and I want to ask you more about it. But we are both going to try a Reiki session during this series so we can let you guys know, especially at the wrap-up, at how it went and if it helped and what our ideas were and thoughts, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. I'm really excited for that opportunity. I think mine's coming up. So I need Same. that. I know. Me too. <laughs> when, when I did go the first time, I left and I felt this incredible relaxation and just like peace. Mm-hmm. But it, it was it was so nice when I, after laying on the table, I honestly just was the most relaxed I think I've ever been in my entire life. And the girl who did it, she was like, you can just lay on this table for as long as you want. And I was like, don't tell me that because I might ne- I, I might never leave. I will be here. This <laughs> I will be my here. hotel this now. Is, Thank you. This is my new home. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. And she, she got the bed she had me on. It was like a massage bed, but she had like... I don't even know what she put on it, like a feather comforter that I was laying on top of. It was the most, I felt like I was laying on a cloud, first of all. It was, Ooh. oh my gosh, it was so comfortable. And so what anyways. did you, what did you experience? Okay. You, know, you said you didn't have any blocks. So did yeah. that leave you more open for what they were doing? Or did you feel that physically or what was going on? So honestly, I really had no idea what to expect. Um, cause I had never looked into it. My dad just asked me if I wanted to do Reiki and I'm like, okay, I have no idea what Reiki is, but sure, dad, I'll come, I'll sure. come do this. It sounds fun. And so we go and she, she asked me a few questions and she just kind of talks to me a little bit. And then it was, it was, there were two girls that were doing it and we go into this room that was just pretty much like a Zen room. It was really mm-hmm. nice. There were, there was music they let me kind of pick um what music I wanted and incense so there were there was smell and sound which 
just oh. kind of yeah it was nice it like kind of brought everything you choose yeah yeah it kind of brought everything in and was really nice so then they had me lay down on this table that was again the most comfortable table I've ever laid on in my life and <laughs> and I think she covered she covered my eyes with like just a cloth or something and mm-hmm. then they just started like laying their hands over me and I went into it with a completely open mind and I could I could tell because it just it was weird I this is gonna get a little woo-woo for some people but (laughs) yeah I throughout the session I just saw this like crazy crazy white light and I kind of I actually had like an out-of-body experience and it was a little wild and then afterwards they I don't know how long it lasted probably like an hour or so and afterwards I was like okay like what what was your impression how did you feel and they both said that they saw they said that they saw such a bright white light that they like really couldn't even see anything else and she said she's like I've never had this happen before and but also this was in a small town too so I don't know if that had anything to do with it this was like my hometown that I grew up in, which is not that big, but I thought that was really cool. And then she, she was telling me she didn't feel any blocks within my chakras and that I was a very balanced person. And, um, wow. That's so interesting. She liked my energy. And then she gave, she gives everyone like a stone that, Mm -hmm. um, dang, I wish I had my card. It was just basically a stone about like holistic and wellness in life and like achieving, your true like I guess self-actualization mm-hmm. I wish I had the card but yeah it was it was really cool and I was so relaxed and I felt I felt really 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 good after it and so I am so pumped to do it again you already ha- you already angelic and just lighting up the room hey that was like a year ago <laughs> who knows where I'm at right now I might right. have all of my chakras might be blocked at this moment we just hit 2020 <laughs> we're in like round two let's see where we're at yeah I think things might be a little bit different but I'm also excited I'm so excited for you to go and all I say all my advice is to you or for anybody who gets it just mm-hmm. seriously go with like a completely open mind like just let yourself go don't just try not to think about anything going on and just, just be there and be present. there and be present with what is going on and I think that will probably okay make that's your good. experience so much better that's good advice honestly I feel I'm very I hate this about myself I'm very future focused I'm trying to work on being present I'm In sure the they'll, they'll probably notice to be honest <laughs> I every time I even get massages and not all the time I do let myself relax but I swear, half the time I'm thinking, oh, what am I going to do after this? Do I need to go run some errands? I'm like, Carly, just be there. You are here for a reason because you need to relax. <laughs> and then my mind's somewhere else. So I'm sure, the, yeah. I'm sure they can tell me about that. But I'm excited. I am worried about the blocks. Well, we might have building blocks, multiple towers. <laughs> okay. I can't, I can't decide if, like, you should Google chakras and, like, look into it uh-huh. before you go or not. i probably say don't. Don't do it before. And then – Just be blind. Yeah, Let be blind. Do, what, see, do with me what they will. Yeah, see what they have to say. Yeah, and then I think it'll be kind of more of a surprise okay. at the end. Yeah, cool. but it is hard, though, being in the present sometimes. I think for all of us, honestly. Yeah, I'm so routine-based, too. That, that I don't know how that goes hand-in-hand, hand, but for me it does because I'm thinking, well, yeah. okay, well, like, I'm, what am I going to do I tonight? just did this, so what are we going to do next? Okay, <laughs> yeah. great, on to the yeah, next yeah, thing. Yeah. And I, I 
wish I didn't have that. I don't know. I'm really trying to be present focused, especially with everything that happened last year with COVID. I'm, I'm realizing oh, yeah. how, not to get all cheesy on the podcast, but I'm realizing <laughs> how important life is and how every day is and trying to take it day by day. So that's, that For is our sure. new year, new me, even though it's <laughs> <New year>. already <laughs> almost April. <laughs> We're working on it. I mean, it's so, it's so true though. And I think that has a lot to do with mental health as well because when you're constantly focused on what's ahead what's in the future what am, what am I about to do you completely miss out on the good that's happening in your life at the moment right and if you have all this good that's happening now and you just missing it or you're not blind, taking it in yeah you're blind to it and then you look back one day and you're like wow I wasn't even there and mm-hmm. that would be really sad so I think I know. it's I think, I mean, it's a struggle, but it's very important, I think, for all of us to try to focus. First on. step is realizing you're doing it. Exactly. And you know what? <laughs> you have you a just, problem. <laughs> you you just realized it. So I'm so proud exactly. of you. Exactly. Step one accomplished. <laughs> Next. There. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, how are you? I, I know I just. I know before, usually what we do, or to be of new listeners here, usually on our first episode of each series, we kind of talk about where we are now currently with our mental health, anxiety and stress levels, et cetera. And we like to keep it very, what's the word I'm looking for, Ashley? Very transparent with you guys just to let you know because we try to end that, you know, the stigma behind mental health. And it's very important for us to talk about it, especially in the healthcare world because we all know it has been a trip. So we are. (laughs) Yep. Taking it one step at a time. So where are you at, my friend? Yeah, so I am I'm doing I'm doing okay right now. I feel like I'm kind of in a shift because I just started a new a new job. Um, like a staff job <laughs> instead <laughs> of a travel job. So that's been very big change. Interesting. Any of my travel nurses out there probably understand, or you might not understand because you might not ever be a staff nurse and you mm-hmm. so you might They're like she's crazy <laughs> yeah so after seven years of travel nursing I'm finally a staff nurse and it's just different yeah it's different mm-hmm. so it's it's not I'm not gonna say good or bad it's just oh my god can I take two months of vacation off anytime soon and no like no I can't you're strapped in yeah <laughs> I'm strapped in but then there's you know and then there's so many positives like right. I don't know then people talk about your benefits whatever but I am I'm kind yeah I'm are you feeling, stressed are you I'm not a little st- anxious I'm not stressed or anxious I really just feel like I'm in this shift right now which yeah. I think is hard for me to like explain more. I'm just No, I understand. I feel yeah, like okay. you said it well. You're not it's not good or bad. It's just a change. So you're kind of just yeah. going through it. And you honestly probably haven't sat down with it enough to be like, what am I feeling? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And then me and my me and my roommate moved into this new apartment, but we had both been on a like travel uh break for a little while. Like both of our contracts ended in December and then we were off for a few months so we moved into this apartment and we were trying not to spend all of our money on furniture because oh my god furniture is so expensive like they right? do not, they don't teach you this in school that you can spend <laughs> your entire life savings on furniture so I know Loki I will be going to Marshalls and TJ what is that home goods home yes. goods all the yeah. time oh yeah same and, and like we've been scouring um offer up in facebook marketplace right. for Ooh, for things but it you know obviously it's hit, hit or miss and anything mm-hmm. good is gone within like two seconds so right. we we've just been working on that so it's like my home isn't 
complete or like where I want it yet mm-hmm. just because we don't have like most furniture that you know normal people yeah. have but so we're working on that so it's like it's just a shift into this different kind of realm of my life which who knows how long it's gonna last but yeah that's hard right when now. your home environment not that it's bad but it's it's more chaotic yeah. than you're used to and you don't yeah. have everything set so yeah I can that's see it. that yeah, you know, and, like, everything needs a place and you just need, like, a dining table to sit at, just things like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, we're working on it and it's happening. And, like like I said, it's not good or bad. I'm not stressed or anxious. It just is this, you know, difference from my travel life into this more, um, I guess, structured non-travel life. <laughs> right, yeah. Which I didn't know if I would ever do, so... Anyways, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so what about you, Carly? How do you feel right now? How have you been with your mental health? Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I actually... Be honest. So be real. Be I real. Will. I'll be real. So uh, last time, I think on the wrap-up, I told... Or maybe it was with the wrap-up. I told everybody, basically, that I took a leave from my staff job, basically. Um, I work two different jobs I'm part-time at one and then per diem at the other because I just like to spice it up so, yeah <laughs> so I basically was on leave from both of them my per diem job was very sweet and they understood that I needed some time off from my part-time and vice versa and yeah. it wasn't anything they were doing it was just mental health and so they were very sweet I actually came back this week congrats Thank or you. not I can't no decide. no it was it was so good <laughs> honestly I so I was back well it's all interesting when we when we post this and everything but I was back this Monday and I was a little nervous at first because the reason why I took off in the first place was because of anxiety so that night before I had a strict routine I was like Carly no wine for you you need to sleep well I had Mm -hmm. some sleepy time tea and then I went to bed I swear I was in bed at eight o'clock I had a five milligram of melatonin at nine because I (laughs) I'm not telling you people to drug up, okay? I'm just saying I I was not messing around. I said, you're going to go to work tomorrow, and yeah. I need you to sleep. So I slept like a dang baby. I'm so proud of myself. Wow, good for you. <laughs> and I, and I, I was really excited to go to work, though, too, because I missed all my friends. And a lot of – you find in nursing, a lot of your coworkers are your friends. And that's oh, for sure. basically your social life. So yeah. It was, I miss them a lot and they're always texting me to check on me. Everyone's so sweet. So I was excited to go back. And I just, like I said, we talked about this before, but I honestly thrive being productive as we all do most for the most part in healthcare, I'm sure. And Mm -hmm. so getting back into a routine and it was funny, there was this part of me and it was very irrational, but I was thinking, oh my gosh, what if I forget how to nurse? What if I have to go hang an IV and I have no idea how to hang an antibiotic? Like stupid little things that you... And it's like basically playing a piano. You'll come back to it like oh nothing. But it was, and it was only three weeks or two I was about weeks, to say, how long was it? Three weeks? Okay. Like three weeks max maybe. But it was so funny in my head. I was like, oh my gosh, That's what so if funny. I forget how to do? Yeah. And that didn't happen. Shocker. So <laughs> why am I not surprised? I know. It was funny too. The first day I was back, I got floated to our sister hospital, which is fine. But I didn't see any of my friends. Like I was texting them like, I still miss you. And so I told Aww. them, if you need me, I'll pick up tomorrow. And we've been, our census has been up and down. So I actually didn't have to go in. But for our nurses out there, it's been fluctuating like crazy. I feel like all uh, over the place. Except for NICU. NICU, I think NICU is always the one unit that has really rarely anything to do with the outside world except mm. I'm thinking after COVID we're gonna have a spike in babies because everyone was bored right but mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see 
yeah, that'll be interesting. But yeah, that's kind of yeah. where I'm at right now. So I'm, I feel I have, um, also not to go in details, but I do have some personal things going on in my family as well that have been really hard and stressful. So I'm, yeah. it's like a balance between being, I'm super happy to be back at work and I feel like I'm doing the most and I feel great about it. But then also like back in my head, I'm having some issues just with family stuff and people being sick. And so that's another hardship I guess but at the same time I'm I'm very I like to stay positive I try to stay positive even though but it I don't know I feel it's hard because as nurses I feel like when we you and I always talk about this I know we've talked about it in our last series but we always try to be strong I guess is the is the way to put it and push everything aside because you're back in go mode and I this time since I just got off that leave I've been very cognizant of where I am and also giving myself the time especially when I'm off to relax and yeah. do what I need to do and have that meantime let out a cry if you need it take a yeah you know whatever Truly. you need to do and so That's... I'm at a good place so I'm excited for Reiki because I, I feel like I'm wondering what they're gonna see and if I do have blocks or things that yeah. are closed down or if maybe I've hit it so well, they'll never know. No, Just they'll kidding. know. They'll know. You can't hide it. You can't hide it. You can't hide those energies inside of you. Oh I'm my gosh. look at them like, you know. I'm so proud of you. First of all, thank you for sharing because it is hard to talk about your mental health and there has been such a stigma about it for so long and we are, we're just expected to just be happy and not have issues and be able to put your issues aside when you go to work or whenever you're in public. And that's not... I don't I don't feel like that's normal like it's 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 okay to feel what you feel and to go through the process of whatever it is if it's grieve grieving or Mm -hmm. just just general day whatever it Mm -hmm. is yeah general stress and if there is stuff going on with your family that is stressful that's never not stressful you know like everyone's like your family means a lot and if Mm -hmm. something's going on you're allowed to feel however you want to feel about it and right. talk about it openly with people so I think I think that's really cool and thanks for sharing Carly you're the of best of course and you know what's hard too as I was realizing this and if you have ever been in healthcare and you have somebody that's in the hospital that you love obviously not in the one you're working at but whatever circumstance it may be you go most people go to work to drown out that those thoughts you know not think about what's going on in your personal life just kind of distraction if it's difficult and when you're at a hospital you I feel like I'm almost thinking about it more because my family member is in the hospital and so I have this you know what I mean it's like you go to work to escape it but now you're thinking medical medical oh yeah I wonder how they're doing and just stuff like that so I that's a different perspective but I was thinking about that the other day and I it wasn't necessarily negative. It just made me think about things. I'm like, oh, yeah. Wow. Little loop. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I actually don't think I've ever, like, had a family member in the hospital. And have I ever? While I don't know. Yeah. yeah, especially while I was working. I hope so, not. <laughs> yeah, but that's, like, that's an interesting way. That's an interesting perspective. And I feel like, I mean, it makes a lot of sense because, yeah, sure, if I did have anybody in the hospital and I'm at work, I'm that's definitely all I'm going to be thinking about. And is he or is my family member getting like the appropriate care, you know, mm-hmm. because you're a nurse and you're like, oh, my God, like I, you know, I know how this works. I know. And are you they? also we know how nurses can be, too, when you are the other way around and the family members are calling you and you want to tell them everything and be there. And sometimes us nurses can be difficult uh, family members and yeah. <laughs> patients as well. So it's oh, funny. <laughs> yeah. So my that's only the tea. 
My only experience with that was when my sister-in-law had my niece and Mm -hmm. um, her and my brother, they were young in their younger 20s. And this was a very, very, very small community hospital in Florida, extremely small hospital. They Mm -hmm. didn't they didn't have a lot of resources. And so I'm I'm a NICU nurse. And, you know, it's like and then I have to float to uh, postpartum all the time and take care of little babies. I've I've done that a lot. Mm -hmm. I just know the process. I just know how it works. I know what they need to be able to go home. And then I know what is normal and what's not normal like that. And and, and I'm not I was never coming into it like, oh, I'm a NICU nurse. I know what I'm doing. Step aside, ladies. Yeah, I just um, my sister-in-law, Fernanda, she just wanted me to be there just to make sure things went okay. And I was like, oh, my God, for sure. I will be there for whatever you need. Mm -hmm. And so then I'm there and um, baby 24 hours later, baby was perfectly fine. All of her tests were normal, but they I kept asking, I was like, what's her bilirubin level? Because she was like, oh, we have to take this blood level and then we'll let you Mm -hmm. know. And I was like, okay, well, what is it? Four hours later. And she was like, uh, like she didn't want to share the information with me, which that is what I really, that's when I was like, dude, it's just, just tell me like if it's fine or if it's not fine. I I don't need all the detail. I just, just, I know. (laughs) Yeah. Just let us know. And they were basically trying to keep them there for an extra night. When they, re- when they really didn't need to be because uh, Fernanda was totally fine and then baby was totally fine. And then they're going home to a plethora of family members to help them. But she was like, oh, she's a first-time mom. She needs to stay an extra night. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. She does not. Their their hospital room was the size of a v- small closet. It was like they did uh, they couldn't even all sleep in there. It was so small. They were miserable. They just wanted to come home. Yeah. And I was like, everyone just wants just to go home. Please let Especially them come the home. newborn. Yeah. So that's where I was like, can you please just let them go? Like they're going to have plenty of help at home. You know, it's totally fine. Baby's fine. Mom's fine. I'm going mm-hmm. and I didn't want to pull the card and I was like, I'm a NICU nurse. Like I promise I'm going to be like, I know you never right, want to be that person right next to her all night <laughs> right. long, making sure everything is okay. I was like, I'm certified in CPR. <laughs> I can do it. I can I do know, it. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And you don't want to be that person, but also it's like, you do know how it works. But from the opposite end, I feel like whenever I have a patient and their mom is a nurse or dad is the nurse or whatever, you know, you can talk to them in a little, you can talk to them in a different way because they understand things that people, medical jargon and yeah, medical jargon that people that aren't in the medical field understand. So, but I, I, I have that kind of respect for them where it's like, you can kind of work with them in that way because they know. Right. Yeah. It makes it a little easier. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So going back to our Reiki, because I know I got off topic. Oh, just yeah. telling Oops. everyone about my life struggles. <laughs> we love to hear it, okay? We, we, we could vent about that all day. That's on uh, Podcast 2.0. Just <laughs> Next time. <laughs> okay, so just like in everything else, there are criticisms from the outside. I would say the outside about Reiki. And honestly, I would say criticisms probably mostly come from people who may not have tried it or just have heard about it or read about it. Mm -hmm. And maybe they are from people who have tried it. However, we're going to talk about them just because we've talked about the positives and I feel very positive about it. Right. I'm still in like the, I want to believe it. I'm super open-minded, but I'm still, hmm, we'll see. Got to try it first. Yeah, no, but for sure. And I would never expect anyone to feel a certain way if they haven't tried it. And that's with everything. You can't, you really don't have an opinion on something until you've physically tried it. Right. So 
Yeah, so I'll talk about some of the criticisms. So one of them is that it doesn't require a license to be a Reiki healer, but it does require certification. So I have mixed feelings on that because as nurses, half of the things we do are certifications, like our BLS, our PALS, our ACLS, Mm -hmm. our NRP. Those are all just certifications. Right. So that one doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I feel qualified. I f- yeah, uh, we're all qualified to do these things. So if you have a certification for Reiki, I fully believe that you're qualified because <laughs> mm-hmm. you still have to go to class and you have to take still you know, education, right? It's still education. So that's what I think about that. But mm-hmm. some people who do Reiki, they get a license under massage therapy because massage therapy is like laying on hands. So they'll get that and then, but also practice Reiki, which Actually, I think it's cool because, A, you can give massages and you can do Reiki. That's like two birds with one stone. Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. For sure. Also, <laughs> massage. Yeah. Everyone Always loves a massage. <laughs> for, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> okay. So, number two. Um, the International Association of Reiki Professionals states that Reiki does not actually cure anything. But that also is with – that's with anything. You have to basically always put – that little preface there so people mm-hmm. don't believe it and then come back and be like, oh, you didn't actually cure my illness. Right. And it's like we never said we were going to. We a lot just, of these things are a practice. Yeah, it's just a practice and it's healing. But a lot of it does have – a lot of it I truly believe has to do with your mindset. So if you're not open and you do these things, it – yeah, it's prob- out of yeah it. you're probably not going to get much out of it. But if mm-hmm. you're really open and you allow this stuff in – and who cares if it's placebo effect or not. If it works for you in your mind – then it works. And mm-hmm. I, that's, that's how I feel. If you think it works and it makes you feel better, then run with it, honestly. More power to you, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they also say, um, it says, but overall functions to place the body in a state of relaxation so more healing can be done. So that's basically what Reiki, the Association of Reiki Professionals says, is we're just putting your body in a state of relaxation so more healing can be done, which, again, makes sense. But you have to the blocks. Yes. You have to let go. You have to open up your blocks that you have, and you have to be willing to do so, or else it's probably not going to accomplish much. Yeah. And then with energy healing, I know it's – and like you just said, it's not – very scientific per se and that's why I think there's criticism as well but it's more a science of the mind and power of you know energy and chakras and all that stuff so I think it's that's why it's you have to be like you just said more open and for sure but it's also think about religion religion is not scientific you Mm -hmm. can't like there's not you know it's it's you have this faith in what you believe in and so you can't, you can't always yeah, see. It, exactly. It's something you can't physically grasp or touch. And it that goes into the same thing as energy healing and exactly what we're talking about. So sure, from a science background, you can't – there is no background. It's not scientific. But, but think about the other things maybe in your life that aren't scientific that you do believe in, that you can't touch, you can't grasp, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of that's that's how I feel about it. Dinosaurs, and, <laughs> yeah, dinosaurs. Love dinosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> I went there. Sorry, that's amazing. I love it. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this first episode of our series. We hope you follow along with us. 
We actually are going to have a couple really, really cool interviews of some Reiki healers themselves and people that are practicing. So please follow along. And if you want to, go ahead and get yourself a Reiki session yourself and we can all talk about it. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Everyone, go get a Reiki session before our next episode. Read a little bit about your chakras. Figure out if you're blocked. And then this next, these next few episodes, you'll be able to follow along with us. Bye guys, see you next time.